You're up, you're ready, and you're listening to the Britney Mac Podcast. Everyone has a story. Applying them to Inspire the World Weekly on Motivation Mondays. Here's your host, Britney Mac. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Britney Mac Podcast. I'm your host, Britney Mac. Today, we have the Angelo Collier. He's a motivational speaker and an author. First off, I tell him about uh, God changing my life around. That's the first thing that comes out of my mouth every time I do a, a speaking engagement. I also let them know that they can rise above their circumstances. I know it's a lot of people in Memphis that have family generational curses. A lot of people in Memphis that live in the hood and poverty and whatnot. So I just like to motivate them with my testimony that God has given me, little old me, to try to help them rise above their circumstances and break their family generational curses. So what made you want to go into public speaking? God. I really just started doing like speaking engagements since like 2015 and mm-hmm. I never had the title until like this year. Mm-hmm. So I really, I just, I just like to motivate people by my testimony. And then you are the first. So that is something to be really proud about because being the first of anything is, you know, you're breaking barriers. So it's going to be yeah, a struggle. Most definitely. Like being the first to do anything in your family, just anything. Trying to break a curse or whatnot is always, like, hard. Mm-hmm. But you have to realize that your life is really not your own. You're breaking this cycle for people that are coming after you. You're breaking this cycle for your family members. You're breaking this cycle for the hood or whoever that used to hang around or whatnot. So they can follow the blueprint, and hopefully they don't have to fight as hard as you did to break the curse. So do you have a lot of encouragement from your family when they saw you were trying to do big things? Oh, yeah. Uh, Encouragements from the hood, my family, everyone. Just to be honest with you, I don't, I know I probably have, I probably have like haters out there, but Mm -hmm. no one ever acknowledged me or never did anything like trying to degrade what I'm doing or Mm -hmm. the things that God has done in my life. So really everyone really say they proud of me, but I really just do it for my family and the hood, the people that's trying to break their family generation and cursing and be something in life. So if you are in a situation and you feel like you want to come out of it, uh-huh. being that different person that want to just say, hey, I'm going to go a different route, don't be afraid to do that because you never know. You might have a lot of support like D'Angelo. Most definitely. Like if, and even if you don't have support, mm-hmm. you have God in your life. Really, I understand that you're supposed to have people in your ear because I have people in my ear, like, when I want to give up, they no keep pushing and whatnot. But really, God is the only thing that you need. God whispered in my ear one night, was like, I want you to write a book to uh, help inspire people to break their family generational curses. But at the time, I was at the University of Memphis, and I was writing papers, and I don't like writing papers. And I told God, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Then he whispered in my ear again next week, was like, I need you to do this. I'll never sign you a test that I won't give you the screen to complete. Mm-hmm. And I t- uh, told me those words. I said, I'm all for it. Let's, let's do this thing. Okay. So you were writing your book while also writing papers for class. Yep. I was in school. I think I had two jobs, but I took it day by day. And with God, it was like no excuses. He just no excuses. pulled he, you through. He gave me the divine connections to pull everything together. I want to look more into your book. Tell us more about that because I know you can't disclose everything because, hey, y'all, y'all got to go buy it. Okay, the book is titled Breaking the Family Curse, Testimony Still Loading. It's about how, like, the enemy, adversary, the devil has had a negative stronghold over my family for generations. 
All of my uncles and aunties dropped out of school before the 10th grade. Most of all, the men in my family over the age of 18 been in jail before. I used to be a gambler. I used to fight a lot, but the man above, he saw the good in me, and he changed my life around for the better. Now he has given me the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding to help me break some of my family generational curses. I say this humbly. The first person in my family to graduate from a four-year university. The University of Memphis, first to about to graduate from grad school, the University of Mississippi, first person to join a Greek letter organization, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Kappa Eta Chapter at the University of Memphis. But other than mm-hmm. that, I'm during the week, I'm doing my own Bible devotions, getting into the Word my own, on yeah. my own self. So. When I was at Awana, Awana was a church program when mm-hmm. I was younger, and we did a test. We were saying, oh, we read our Bibles. We know the word. And we was having all of the wrong answers. Oh, and that was man. like, that's the importance of teaching yourself and actually reading the Bible yourself. Don't believe everything you hear. Most definitely. Most definitely. You got to, uh, sometimes you got to get in the words yourself because God mm-hmm. can speak to you, speak through you or speak to you and not your pastor or, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you should get more than more than one interpretation of the Bible. See, I'm in the book of Joshua right now. I mm-hmm. usually just pick or I just open the Bible up and say, God, whatever which, whatever book you want me to read next, let me land on this and that's what that's what book I'm gonna read. I'm gonna start matter of fact, I'm gonna start sending you uh start sending you some of my daily devotions when I do them. Sometimes I, I ask God before I send them to people, like, if you want me to send the devotion that I just did tonight, give me a sign or whatnot and I send it to him. Yeah, most definitely send me some devotions. Especially in today's time, you got to stay in the Word because if you're not in the Word, your mind will drift away to mm-hmm. some more things that is not ungodly. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and you end up in the same situation you got yourself out of. Right. Do you have any things that try to pull you back into the situation? Is it hard to stay on track? Do you ever have thoughts of going back and giving up the good path? I don't have thoughts about uh, going back and giving up and being involved and fighting again and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, sp- I'm fighting new uh, spiritual warfares and new demons and stuff like that with uh, lust. So uh, most definitely because I'm celibate right now. That's good. And most definitely you'll have some temptation come in and there. But I got it set in my mind that I'm not going back to that place and the calling on my life is worth fighting for. So there's no giving in. Mm-hmm. And you're waiting to marriage or? Waiting to marriage. Okay, that's awesome. You gotta break, gotta break these curses and break these chains. Yeah, yep. trying to make it into heaven. I know, right? I'm actually like every time I try to do it, I do well for a long period of time. Mm. But it's always around maybe like month seven. No, it's definitely a journey. It's a, that's why I say you have to be in the word every day, so your flesh won't get weak and you just start thinking fleshy or worldly thoughts and whatnot. So that's why I have to be in the Bible every night. Not every night, but two or three days out of the week and whatnot, so I can have the word to fight against the flesh. D'Angelo, you are how old? 25. 25, okay. So this is an age where a lot of us, we're just like, you know, thinking about living our best life, oh, yeah, having dad. fun. Don't, get, don't, don't get me wrong now. <laughs> just, just, because, just because I'm I'm trying to follow God. I ain't, I ain't a boring person now. You can, you can have fun. Yeah, you can be, have fun too yeah. and, and not give it up. But what I'm trying to say is... I understand what you're trying to say. In this age, especially... Mm-hmm. I really want to challenge everybody that's listening. If you are not married, 
D'Angelo, he's 25. He's a male. You know, he got a lot of temptation. If he can do it, we can do it. Man, if I can do it. We can do it. And if, if, if I can do it, and I promise you, if I can do it, anybody should be able to do it. Yes. So I, I really want to challenge everybody that's listening, including myself. So we're going to challenge you. Yeah, because I, I actually, I feel like I'm at a point to where I can do it. Yeah. Because I've tried so many times. Right. and. Uh, I've gotten better each time, so right. I feel like I can really do it's it. It's not definitely a process. Mm-hmm. It's not definitely a process. I tried it. I, it's been in my mind to, I've been, well, I think I tried first time like two or three years ago, and mm-hmm. it was in my mind to do it, but temptation came in, and bam, not no more. Tried it again, mm-hmm. bam, temptation came in. That's gone out the way. <laughs> well, I'm sticking to it this time because the calling that God's had on my life or have on my life is I can't be doing it. So you know, I'm challenging you. So okay. if, you, if you ever like, if you ever feel it. like getting into temptation or whatnot, you can hit me up. I, I, and say, how do you get through that temptation, mother, Collier? What do I need to do right now? Yeah, <laughs> how do tell, I walk away? Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you, pray and just realize what's connected to that. Yeah, because if you listen to, what episode was it? I believe it was episode four. We were talking about Queen Naja, and we were saying when she said, she don't want to get to um, God, mm-hmm. and he said he don't know her. Right. There's like there's there is a huge fear of mine, so I really want to do everything I can so that like when I do see God, I don't want mm-hmm. Him to say I don't know you. Like, why am I fighting so hard to have a great life on Earth and not think about the life after, after Earth? Right. Most you know, definitely. most definitely. Is He gonna say we succeeded? Right. Are you still like you? Still, I wanna. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting a Bentley. Mm-hmm. Just when it got a uh, what? Just when it got some pop out two days ago. Uh huh. So uh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's you know what I'm saying? I might get some backlash for that, but I'm very I'm spiritual, not religious. Uh huh. So uh, yeah. You still can be yourself and love God and follow God, or whatnot. You just have to uh, draw the line between some uh, certain things. Is it anybody who was celibate before you that brought you into trying to do this, or this was something you wanted to do on your own? So it was something that I uh, wanted to do on my own. I realized lust was connected to a lot of other things. First, I want to break the family curse by being the first in my family to uh, have a baby after I get married mm-hmm. and whatnot. And just not, and that's not like a, a selfish thing. It's just mm-hmm. something. That I want to do, I want to try to set the foundation and whatnot. But yeah, I got a couple of friends that celebrate. Oh, my friend Eric, he celebrate. When I want to uh, give in, I text him and be like, "Man, uh, blase, blase." He's like, "Nah, bro, we can't, we can't be doing that and mm-hmm. whatnot." So uh, I think that's the only man in my life I know, or only friend that I got in my life that's celebrate. I know a lot of women that celebrate though. Yeah, I know a lot of those. It's this guy named Dontavious Butler. Uh huh. He's celibate. For real? Mm-hmm. He's been celibate for um, over two years. Shout out to him. I'm trying yeah. to get where he is. <laughs> He's been <laughs> over two years. I'm trying to get where he is. But it, <laughs> as time as time go by, it's, 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 it's better to cope with this. It really don't be on your mind like that. We're starting a new movement. <laughs> We're starting a new movement. It's young men cool. out there. I know, right? Young men out there, we, we becoming celibate. <laughs> we, we doing it the godly way. We doing it the right way. Yeah. It's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. We're finna start a new movement, man. I'm, 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 I'm celebrating and I'm proud. Like, mm-hmm. None of my friends. I got <laughs> friends that out there doing. I don't know what, but and then I'm and I'm not judging them. But I'm, a, I'm gonna walk the walk that mm-hmm. God want me to walk. Just by being celibate, that right there helped you with a lot of. Oh yeah, a lot of help stuff. you 
being celibate will help you first of all it'll help you come closer to God. Mm-hmm. You'll notice uh certain things that was ungodly that was attached to you and whatnot and it just help you be in a better mindset. Mm-hmm. You look at women differently. You mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just you would just enjoy women company better. Okay, okay. Because yeah. you ain't got no other motives. Yeah, you ain't got to do all that extra stuff. Or you ain't got to... You can have friends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, yeah. Does this help or hurt relationships? Like, when you're trying to date someone, do they want to date you even more? Yeah, most definitely. Women love men and want to be celibate. Mm-hmm. It really just depends on the mindset that you were raised in or whatnot. I, I don't have... I'm not judging anyone that out there having sex or whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. They show life that's what you want to do. But for me, I'm trying to be better than I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better than I was last year. Yeah. I'm trying to do it the godly way because my way haven't been working. Let me see. Let me try God's way. So have you been in a relationship since then? Uh, No, not since then. If you get in a relationship, I want you to come back and tell us how did it work out. And I might tell y'all too. I'm just saying. You got those dudes in your DMs. <laughs> no, nah, I really don't. You don't have a lot of DMs? I, I mean, I kind of saying they don't if they're not asking me on a date. Okay. So I usually get maybe some hard eyes right. or like Man. a smirk. I used to be the DM king. You know, I don't consider that dudes in my DM. I just consider that, you know, just throwaways. Just flirting and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I feel, I feel but you. when a dude actually come in like, hey, you know. How you doing and all yeah, that. Yeah, and tell me what they're interested in and they want to take me out. This one I consider, yeah. Right. Yeah, this actually how me and my um last relationship got started. Right, I ain't no <laughs> He, he wanted to take started. me out on a date. <laughs> hey, hey, you gotta, if you, if you, if you, if you, you know what I'm saying, you got a great mouthpiece and you know how to, you know what I'm saying, come at a young lady the correct way. Yeah. If you're not doing that, I just... You just, it's the, you just like to come in and say thank you? Um, you don't say thank you? No. Dang, you can't be doing that. I've been ignoring folks. I mean, I'm sure if you send me those hard eyes and stuff, you're sending other girls the same not, stuff. Not, not necessarily. <laughs> So whatever somebody else responding. Just say thank you. You know what I'm saying? Be be generous. I guess. Thank you for Thank y'all. Thank respond to (laughs) y'all. But you know, okay. (laughs) Do you slide in DMs now? But in a different way. How do you ask girls? I haven't I haven't been I haven't been sliding in the DMs because I haven't been sliding in the DMs lately. Or I just like if I see a, a beautiful young lady, I'll just Come in hard eyes, and it's, it won't be anything past that. Yeah. But I, I don't really like the when I slide in DMs and I like show interest in you. Mm-hmm. I just say what's on my mind. It's not we have to be in. You know what I'm saying? Person, we have to be in the moment for me because I just say anything that's clever or mm-hmm. they can get your attention. Mm-hmm. And if he was in person, now mm-hmm. that's a whole different story. That's how you know when a. I, I like when somebody do it in person, yeah, that, especially if we see each other. You know what I mean? Right. That's how you know when a. That's how you know when a. I'm just gonna be uh, blunt. That's how you know when a dude's not when a dude not lame if he can approach you in person mm-hmm. and he can approach you on in a DM. If he can approach uh, approach you in a DM, he should be able to approach you in person. I just say whatever. I say whatever on my mind. Are you ever the type of dude who be like, "Hey, go tell her I like her." Or go put in a good word for me. I probably did that in high school. I hate, man, when I, I tell you, I hate when dudes do that. Don't tell your friends to put in a good word for you. Bye. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, now if I, if I have, if I have, a, <laughs> if I have a friend, if I have a partner and 
and I'm cool with this this young lady that he want. I'm gonna put in a good word for him. I'm gonna put in a three point five essay for him. Make it sound real good for him. <laughs> you, you know what I do with dudes with it? What? Okay, well I'm good. Cause he didn't, if he didn't ask me himself, I feel like he probably ain't on my level. I understand. Now, as you become older and more mature, you know those type of tactics, tactics don't work on older women and grown women. But women do that too. Women, are, but it's different for women though. How? Because first of all, it's harder for women to like shoot their shots. So Shh. it is. Well. So, like, if you go and do it, you might have to do the extra stuff. Like, yeah, like. They stay shooting. Themselves. Yeah. Or. Themselves. Okay. I say thank you. I'm this just the type of person. I don't, I don't like curving people. I just. I don't. See, I Unless really, I'm in a relationship. Now, if I'm in a relationship, I'm mean. I don't, I don't, I don't text women. I don't, you know, they call me mean when I'm in a I got called mean so many times while I live I in hate mean people. Well, I don't just hate nobody, but I don't like mean people. <laughs> I'm talking about if I was in a relationship. I don't. Oh, you talking about mean to. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love when a dude mean to other folks. Yeah, so be like, mean. Don't be friendly. <laughs> no conversation. You're not getting a conversation out of me. Right. Yes. Unless it's on some, like. Now, if, now it's different if it's about God or whatever. Uh-huh. Of course, I'm going to talk. Yeah. But if it's on like some regular everyday conversation, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh-uh, that's nah, disrespectful. I'm, I'm with my girlfriend. Boy, I right. Seen, I seen a <laughs> screenshot of the mission. Man, hey, baby, this look. So you want to think I'm cheating? And this, mm-hmm. this was somebody sent me. Let me see this screenshot. And I ain't reply to them. Right. <laughs> or I told them I put them in their place. Right. I'm the type of person who I I always say I don't shoot my shot. I don't do that. You know. But I be seeing people that I probably see probably a couple people. Oh, you said you need to set, uh, set yourself up. For the dude to shoot his shot, like three pictures in a row. He feel it feel like three pictures. Yeah, like three pictures in a row. If he don't get the message, then you know what I'm saying. So that's like indirectly shooting for women. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, like about four pictures and go back to December 2013 and like a <laughs> and like a picture and see that you interested. Yeah, I also like looking at people's Instagrams because they right there it shows me like what type of guy they they are. Cause if you see them in person, they sometimes probably sometimes stuff can be misleading though. How? Sometimes this stuff can be misleading. It be, it be like that sometimes. Uh, I don't try to put anything on. Well, I don't put anything on my social media if if I'm not doing it myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm not living, you know what I'm saying, that by that uh, word or whatnot myself. So, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's some godly men. It's some godly men out here. We just like if I walk out in public. Nine times out of ten, people probably don't see me as the person that I am or the person that's godly and whatnot. Because just mm-hmm. how I sometimes dress and sometimes how I talk or my uh, demeanor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But take a take a you know what I'm saying? take a talk with me or whatnot. You will see what's up. Yeah, yeah. My uh, friend that's close to me, he died. Mm-hmm. That would really change. Probably one of the reasons why on the man that I am today. So, no for the sad stuff. <laughs> it was, was God's glory came out of all this, though. Yeah, at least, you know, it, it, something great came out of it, which is you and providing your knowledge for the world so that mm-hmm. they don't have to go through the things you went through right. and letting them see the brighter side. So mm-hmm. it's good. It's always a struggle trying to do right. That's why, again, I said you got to gotta stay in the Word. You got to. If you're not in the Word, I'm, just, I'm speaking on my behalf, mm-hmm. my experience. If I'm not in the Word, man, I'll start... I start fearing things. I was just, you know what I'm saying? All those type of things that... Fearing things like what? <laughs> fear, like, 
fear things is walking by fear and not walking by faith. If I'm not in the word, mm-hmm. that's why you got to stay in the word every day. God is so graceful and so merciful. Every time I go speak somewhere, it's not because of me reaching out except this right here mm-hmm. with you. I reached out to you like then because I I'm, I like your movement and I like what you're doing. Oh, thank you. But nine times out of ten, every time I get invited to speak somewhere, it's an invite and it's not based on me reaching out. So. This would have been invite because I've been looking at you for a while. I've been like, oh, I wish. Would you really. thought I wasn't gonna come or something? I mean, I thought you were just very busy. Oh, but I was gonna eventually still reach out to you, like no, as I thought I was mean or something. No, I didn't really think you were mean. I just thought you were probably busy because you're an alpha. Okay, true. So alpha man always busy. Yeah, like because like if somebody is in a fraternity or sorority. Then I feel like okay, they gotta handle the stuff they are working on. Plus, there. Yeah, it's all cool. We still regular people. We still <laughs> like, like that's yeah. And that's another. Now that's another topic for another day. Uh huh. But yeah, <laughs> people in fraternity, people in sororities, we still are regular people. Uh, I'm not into that just because I'm an alpha. I'm better than you or whatnot. Now nah, we got the same 24 hours. We bleed the same blood mm-hmm. and all those things. So we we regular people just okay. affiliated with this type. Things, sorority, or fraternity. I'm gonna start public speaking, and okay. I'm so scared because I tried to practice at this elementary school. Mm-hmm. And this might answer to everything. You already know what I'm gonna say. Uh, God. Yep. So yeah. you have to, you have to <laughs> elim- you have to eliminate that fear mm-hmm. and just use it as faith. And you also have to realize that you on that stage for a purpose. And once you start speaking more and whatnot, you'll get more uh, used to it. You'll get more comfortable with speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a terrible speaker at first, like. I used to talk so much slang, and, mm-hmm. and I'm from the country also. So yes, I'm some of country. my work, like like when I say music, mm-hmm. I'm really not saying the cor- music the correct way. I'm saying it like how go gotta be saying it music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, you just gotta be confident in yourself and know that it's no perfect or uh, no perfect speaker. Everyone make mistakes. Obama's stumbling on words sometimes and whatnot. So ain't no perfect speaker. You just do your thing and just notice. And the reason why you dirty and people gonna be motivated by that. Do you got any advice to anybody who's listening that's in your old situation that wants to come out of it? Man, you can come out of it. Anything that you're in, especially with the help of God, God can turn any situation around. God can turn any mess into a message. Mm-hmm. It's just how you have to believe. You have to realize that your calling is worth fighting for, and you put on this earth for a purpose to make another person's life better. And once you realize that, once you put it in your head that nothing gonna stop you, especially with the help of God, you'll be all right. Amen. Hey, <laughs> and um, do you want to give some last advice to people who finna join this challenge, like myself, of being uh, celibate? How do we even get somebody on board with this if we're celibate, like dating and all of that too? If they, if they, if they, if they are a, a spiritual person or if they believe in God. And you tell them the reason why you want to be celibate is because you want to get closer to God and you want to do it the godly way. And if they don't respect it, nine times out of ten, you don't need to be with that person. Mm-hmm. When y'all just come or just sit down and have a conversation about why you want to do this and why you want to do that and come up, come up. Don't don't jeopardize what you're going to do, though, but mm-hmm. try to see, meet this other person halfway. Probably got to set boundaries. Can't sleep together, can't hug, can't kiss, but we know that's hard to do. So, <laughs> uh but just keep praying, keep God first, and put in your head that uh, your calling is worth fighting for. All righty then. And where can we find your merchandise for breaking the family case? It's, uh, uh, I'm on Facebook, D'Angelo Collier. 
C O L L I E R. I might be pronouncing my last name wrong and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. I think underscore D dot Collier C O L L I E R, and you can follow me. I hit you back with a follower. And you can find the book as well, the same my, place. Yeah, on my social media. All right, y'all, buy his book and support him. Thank he you for is doing me. something great. You're welcome, and thank you all for listening. I'll see you all next week.